Hello and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles podcast. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinion. I hope that you all enjoy the show, so sit back, turn it up, and stay sunny. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sunflower Chronicles. It's your girl, Bree, and I'm a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. Hello! Um, so I am back. So this week there will be, um, a surprise, a bonus episode this week. And the reason I know that there's going to be a bonus episode this week is because I'm filming, not filming. Why do I keep saying that? Oh my gosh. I am recording this, um, episode on the same day that I'm posting. Um, I was going to record it. I was supposed to record it on Wednesday and then I got sidetracked with things and yeah, cause Life is crazy. Boom. So, um, yeah, so let's just hop in and get social. What's been going on? So this past weekend, July 5th, was my birthday. I turned 22, and I'm super excited about it, and I would talk about my birthday in this episode, but that's what the bonus episode is. So I hope that you guys, after you listen to this one, hop on over to that episode and give it a listen too. Um, but what has been going on this week? Um, so, unfortunately, there was, um, Naya Rivera, if you're not familiar, she was on Glee, and she played in a lot of other iconic, um, roles on television and film and things like that. Um, she has gone missing in a lake in California, I think it's like Peru, Peru, I don't think I'm saying it right, but they found her son in a boat by himself and they did not find her um so it has gone the first day it was it was titled as a um mission to where they would find her still alive I think a rescue and then now it has been changed to a recovery mission so they're going into it with the notion that she is no longer here there's still no report um I'm recording this on Friday um, July 10th at 3, um, 52 in the afternoon, a very specific time. Um, but you know, they, there's still no reports on finding her and, um, I'm just hoping for the best outcome for her and for her family. And I just hope that, um, they can find peace through this. Cause this is just 2020 is like not the best like honestly truly it's not great um if you hear like a little clicking sound it is my mic um which I'm completely sorry about um I'm slowly working on getting a better mic set up but if you hear like a clicking sound that's just me bumping my mic um so yeah but she like 2020 is not the best like it has been so just full of hits after hits and it's so hard to recover from things and it's like whether the things are like super super serious um very like gut-wrenching things to like things that you just honestly can't believe like you're in disbelief whether that is a good thing or a funny thing uh, a good thing a funny thing a bad thing like 2020 is literally full of surprises and it's gotten to the point now where it's like well I just wonder what's gonna happen next but it's literally like I don't know what I'm going to in the next week. And I don't think I have been in years 
in my life. I mean, I've only been alive for like 22 years, but like I've seen a lot of things, you know? Um, but like there has been years when it's like, dang, like something just really like offsets your year or like somebody passes in your personal life or in the eye of public, some big thing changes and like that's the whole year is around. But instead for 2020, it's like those big monumental things that would happen maybe three or four times a year is literally happening each month. Like you can literally go from January to July and count the major things that have happened in some way each month. And I'm not going to do that because that's very sad and depressing. But um, I do wish the best of luck to Naya Rivera and her family and her son. And I hope that they find peace. Um, and I'm sending thoughts and prayers which I know is a very controversial statement but I am just hoping and praying for the best outcome for them um so what else is going on um grad school so I am still in the applying process taking the jury process and things like that so um a lot of places if you don't know waived jury fees which is really great um and app fees and all that stuff so basically you can just apply and that's it which is really great, but I um, am applying to a few other programs where there is some sort of prerequisite test that you have to take. And so I've just been studying for the jury, and then I'm studying for a test called the T's test for a program that I want to get in that involves with like mental health and things like that. And so um, with applying to grad school, this, what I'm about to talk about, really doesn't have to do with grad school. It's really so much of like, like, what I want to accomplish out of life, which is a very deep question, you know? Like, you just sit around and ponder the thoughts of, what do I do? And as a kid, I was very imaginative, and I was very much into... I was a very, like, creative... And I don't want to say analytical. I don't think that's, like, the right word I'm looking for, but let's go with it. So, like, I was a very, like, creative child. I loved creating things, you know, bringing thoughts to life whether that I really couldn't draw or paint I just like learned how to do those things as I got older because I was like oh at least I'm gonna be able to like paint something but like you know learned how to do that but like very was very creative with creating a concept creating treatments like I danced I cheered um I was in choir and had the opportunity to like do some musical theater things and things like that so like over time I was just a very creative kid but also I loved the side of myself as I got to high school and college where it's like I found psychology and I found um you know anatomy and things like that and I was like oh I want to go into the medical field and I want to help people but then I was like there's no way in the world where being creative and using psychology medicine anything like that can come together um and it's very hard and it's like I wish there was a world where I could be like a concept designer or you know someone that got to work in a very creative space like on the weekends and then got to go work a job where I get to work in an office and help people with mental health things and psychology and occupational therapy things and all that stuff like that's that's my dream world and I literally um so as a kid I was very imaginative and I was the only child um so I did not have a sibling and I <laughs> And I would play, like, I would just imagine scenarios in life, whether it was, like, I was at the Grammys accepting a Grammy, or I was at the Emmys or the Tonys, or I remember one time I, like, had an imaginary Olympics because I think my aunt was just trying to get energy out of me, and I, like, flipped on my mattress 
like we moved the mattress on the floor and I like just did gymnastics on it which tip don't do that because you will hurt yourself oh my gosh I was a crazy child um I digress but like I would just imagine all these scenarios for myself and it was very comforting because it's like oh in my head I can imagine these things but also it's like these things could also possibly happen and it's like oh well you never know maybe just imagining it one night in your mom's room or in your bedroom could actually turn out to this moment and you have like that weird aha moment where it's like as a kid I like practice this whole speech and now I'm in front of people and I don't know what to say which that has actually happened to me a few moments in life where I practiced like I imagined these things happening for myself and then I actually got it to do it and I was like super nervous and I was like well you could do this by yourself and I was like oh because I was by myself no one was there but anyway off of that soapbox and onto another um I the other night I was just imagining myself at a press junket interview something for an imaginary book I wrote that got turned into a Netflix series and things and I was just talking I was imaginary talking to a host I didn't even give a name but I was saying like you know I didn't think that like I would be creative and I didn't think that I would have this opportunity (laughs) and I love it because I got to pursue both sides of life that I wanted to accomplish. And it's like after this, if I wanted to, I could still go into the real world. And it's like in my head, like I had already finished grad school, like all the grad school that I was going to do. And I kept I kept updating my licensures each year. And so that way, if things like I had a backup plan, but I was still able to I was still creative and I was still able to, um, you know, help and do these things. There was this very comforting to like create that imaginary space for myself like I find that I do that when I'm having these very big mental conflicts about what I want to do with my life and with myself also I'm like recording on a hard table so if like you hear clicking that's my nails I'm so sorry if you're not into ASMR or you don't like that sound I send my deepest sincerest apologies um but yeah like this is just the thing I'm going through and at the moment it's like you can be creative if you want with the Sunflower Chronicles and whatever you want it to be, whether it's a podcast and YouTube and Instagram, just make it as creative as possible as well as doing, pursuing a quote unquote real life position and wherever life takes you, life takes you. But you know, just that thing is like the duality that a person can have where you can have a creative side and a very analytical side. So but that was that's my thing with grad school this week um and then I'm working on some cool projects for the Sunflower Chronicles so I'm working on a fundraising project um where I'd like to raise money for I think one or two organizations that I found out about um and one of them is going to benefit mental health I've decided one of them's going to benefit mental health and then another one is going to go towards a social justice movement whether that's a bailout fund whether that's equal justice something you know going towards somewhere that can put good into the world positivity in the world and yes um so I'm working on some fundraising things for that and how you all can get involved and it's cute um and I'm just super excited but one of the things I'm working on is starting a visual aspect to the podcast as well as 
like with the visual aspect a YouTube channel so you know putting up videos of me recording once I get like a tripod and things for um for me to be able to record and like with the proper lighting and like all this stuff basically recording myself because I know some people love listening to a podcast but they want the visual aspect as well which I completely understand I am a half and half person like if I'm in the car love listening to podcasts it makes driving so much easier and then if I am in the if I'm like in the house and it's like I want to listen to a podcast I like would prefer if it's visual because I'm like not doing anything most of the time when I do that or I'm like in the bath or like in the shower or something listening to it um which sometimes I'm very guilty of staying in the shower until like the podcast is over and something that's 45 minutes and I like you know waste agua um, and then let's see. Oh, sorry. That was probably going to be so loud in the audio. Um, but one of the things I'm working on is a personal, it's super, super personal, but I'm really excited to put it out because it's the content I was looking for, um, in college and in high school and things like that growing up. Um, so I'm really excited to be putting that out. It's going to be a multiple video series. Um, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. I will talk more about it when the ball gets rolling with me and with like the whole, how I'm going to like kickstart the production side of it. Um, and when I say production, like I'm not working with the production studio, but like, it's just better for me to think of things like with very technical terms. Cause that's just the way my brain activates. And so like not activates, that's the way my brain works. Um, but you know the whole production side of it of like how I'm going to record it, how I'm going to put it all together, who's going to be involved, how am I going to think about this thing logically? And yes. And then the last thing I would like to talk about, I guess, maybe this is the last thing, I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Um I'm doing a family water challenge and my goal is to drink a gallon of water a day, which is 128 ounces, and I mean, I love water a lot. But I did not realize how much 128 ounces is. Like, I can drink a liter of water in maybe, like, two hours. So, like, a liter is, like, 33.8 ounces. And, like, it's it's a lot. So, basically, I have to th- drink three liter bottles of water a day and it's like I have a so I went on Amazon and I put on a wish list for my birthday to get one of those gallon water bottle things it's like 7 a.m 3 p.m 9 p.m all that stuff and I got it because like oh it'll be a great motivation thing and I'm thinking like oh this will be easy you know just go down the lines it's literally like having to drink two bottles of water and the thing with me is I don't wake up at 7 a.m I wake up at like 8 39 o'clock ish to wake up so like I'm already like two hours behind so like having to drink that much water essentially drink having to drink four bottles of water by 11 p.m a.m is a lot like and but when I can drink a water when I can drink water out of a liter size bottle it's like oh I can finish this in like two minutes (laughs) but the also thing the thing I also found is that I like filtered water so we have a Brita like a Brita pitcher and that's easy to fill up but like 
that's not even 128 ounces. I'm pretty sure that's like a liter as well or like a little bit more than a liter. So like that doesn't even fill up my water bottle. And my mom is doing the challenge too. So it's like we have to fill up two gallons of water with a Brita pitcher, with a Brita pitcher and it's not, you know, we don't have like a big enough one. So, um, and I don't mind tap water. The best tap water I think I've ever had in my life is from my grandparents' house, and they live on a lake, so and they have a well, so like water is super fresh, super crisp. I literally fill up, I look forward to going and filling up my water bottle when I go see my grandparents um, at their house. Um, so, like, that's really um, something I look forward to whenever I go there, but here, the, I'm not going to say the water is gross, but it's just like, it's not my favorite, yeah, it's not my favorite to drink, like, I like it when it's really, really cold and chilly and ran through a filter, so I think we're going to get a, one of those, like, pure or, like, Brita water, tap water things to screw it on, so, yes, so I can drink my water, um, but I don't know, the reason, I think I just wanted to start this is to, like, you know, help with, like, I'm going, so, the video that I'm, um, the video series that I'm planning on creating is, has, is about, like, my health and all this stuff, and so, like, one of those things was, like, water, drink more water. I already drink a lot of water in a day, but, like, being consistent about it and not drinking just, like, a liter and a half of water a day when I need to drink, like, three liters of water a day, so, you know, or I really could, never mind, I'm doing crazy things in my head. Anyway, but you know, like, um, I just wanted to drink more water for the sake of it because it helps with anti-inflammatory things, it helps with skin, um, digestion, dehydration, especially in, in the summertime because it's hot, I live in a very humid place, um, I you know, just basically just drinking my water would be really great. And so I'm doing this water challenge with my aunt, my cousin, my mom. And so we started a cute little like Facebook group. So we like update each other on the water challenge, um, and things like that. So it's really cute. Um, and yeah, but like that's pretty much what's been going on. And now we will get on to a track. So, what I am listening to, I'm listening to Saweetie's Freestyle, which is pretty beep music. Um, and I really like it. I love Sweetie. I just love her vibe. She's very, like, nostalgic 90s. Like, just love it. Love the long nails, love the hair. Like, if you watch her visuals and seen her visuals that she's put out for this recent project, it is, like, love it like I used to love seeing like the nails she got I used to love seeing people get those like when I went to the nail salon with my mom when I was really younger um and I still love seeing like older black women with like really long nails that are like intricately designed with jewels and paint and things and I just thought that was so cool and I was like dang I want like I want that and I don't think I could get that long of a nail um because I put it in contacts and I would just be so scared to scratch my eyeball um, but I love her 
um, freestyle that she put out um, in the visual she did. And it's great. I love her vibe. I love that she's carefree. I love that she's super motivated. And I love that she's very, like, regular. If you watch, there's a Vogue video um, that I watched of her. I'm trying to think of the name. I think it's, like, 24 Hours with Sweetie or something. Um, And I just... I don't know, like, she's just super great, really inspiring, um, the next thing I've been listening to is Knocks Me Off My Feet from Stevie Wonder, honestly, like, the whole album, Songs in the Key of Life, super, super great, love that, this is the song that I want to dance to at my wedding, um, I love it, I do love the song as, but my friend Erin already claimed that as her wedding song, I may steal it from you, Erin, though, but, um this is still a top contender and I just love it like it just whenever I listen to it it just makes me want to like dance in the middle of the kitchen with like whoever I'm dating but I'm not dating anybody because I'm single as a Pringle um which is completely okay um and then the next thing person I'm listening to is Flo Millie so I I am pretty sure like I just randomly heard this like on Twitter or something and I was just like oh wow she's super dope love this and she put out a new music video. She put out a single today. Um, and then she put out a music video recently from Flo Millie. And the single she put out is called Week. And then um, Like That Beat. Um, she, I'm assuming she put that out today or like this week. But she's super dope. I love the way she, like I love her voice. Like Like her like the voice, like her speaking, singing, rapping voice. I like that. Like, I don't know why. I just love the vibe. And I hate, I don't hate that word, but just people just use it very so much passingly. I love, I love her energy that she's putting out. I love, I love like her aesthetic, I guess, um, of what she's doing. And it's super dope. Support Flo Millie. She's great. Um, also, I really love Mulatto, Big Lotto. She put out a new music video today called Kirk. Love it. I feel I think it's very like Players Club inspired. And that's one of um it's recently like I I like didn't watch the movie as a kid, but like I've heard about it. I like heard the references and stuff. Um and I would like see it on the TV and like people would change it because it's like, oh I care in the room. Whatever. <laughs> but you know, um it's just a really dope movie and I'm so mad it was only on Netflix for literally I'm pretty sure it was like a month that it was on Netflix I need them to bring it back I need someone to put it on there because it's great like me and my friends um quote that movie and quote the scene where they're at like the bachelor's party um and she's like listen up all eyes on me love that part um and then yeah just Lisa Ray dope um, but, um, yeah, love Mulatto, um, and that's what I'm listening to for 8-Track for this week. So, 8-Track, I will be putting up a playlist on Spotify, on the Spotify account, Sunflower Chronicles. You guys should definitely go follow it. Um, once it's up, I will put the link in the show notes for every episode. Um, but I have a lot of episodes that are still on my SoundCloud um, and music there. So I'm going to try and put all of the music I've ever talked about. So it'll literally be like a hodgepodge of music. So you will go from like Biggie 
to Kurt Franklin, to Sweet, to Meg Stock. Like, it's just a lot of music. And I think music is the one thing that, like, brings us all together. And I love music. My, fa- my family is a very musical family. So, um, grew up with, like, listening to music, loved just singing and all that stuff, all that jazz. So, literally, there will be different kinds of music that you will find on this playlist. Um, and, yeah, so, check it out. Look for it coming up. And um, now we're going to hop into the seat of the week. So stay tuned. All right. So this week for seat of the week, we are going to be talking about self-reflection and growth. I tried to sound like, you know, like a spoken word poet. Um... And you guys remember the episode of the season of Insecure. If you have not watched it, you are very, 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 very late. So, spoiler alert. Anyway, the the, the episode of, like, Issa, at the Issa's blog party, there's, like, the spoken word poet. Um, and she was, like, she was just thinking spoken word. And it is so funny. Like, relatable content. <laughs> of, like seeing like good like I've seen great amazing spoken word and then I've seen like could have been just in the drawing board a little bit longer but it's okay you got your vibes out you feel me so like super great um but anyway I digress that literally was so pointless but as you will learn as you will listen to me I ramble a lot but I ramble because I have a lot of things to say and I want this to feel like an organic conversation that you would have with your friends but instead of you talking back to me you can talk back to me if you want to just you know don't do it um in front of people because you know people will look at you crazy unless you really don't care like you'd be on that I'ma do me vibes and then that's cool but anyway yes I want this to feel like an organic conversation that you can have with your homegirl um you know I would be like you can have with your bros or whatever but like I don't know, you can have with, like, your close homegirl, your friend, uh, the auntie that's, like, on her very bougie stuff, or, like, the person that you go through, go to for unsolicited advice, but it's the unsolicited advice that will make you feel better about yourself. Because, I know, sometimes we get unsolicited advice, and it's like, I really didn't ask for it, and it's just made me feel worse. Yeah. So, I'm going to give you the opposite of that, but it's still unsolicited. But, anyway, this week, we're talking about self-reflection and growth. Um... When I think about self-reflection and growth, I think of two Disney movies. I think of one, Mulan, um, and then can you guess the second one? Can you guess the second one? Princess and the Frog. Okay, so let me tell you what I think about Mulan. I think about Mulan because she sang that amazing ballad of when will my reflection show who I am inside? And I'm like, self, self-reflection, reflection, when will my reflection show? You know, like that. Um, and I was just like taking, like taking it back. Like, wow, this is so deep and so insightful. And I'm like watching this movie when I'm like eight or nine. I'm like, when will my reflection show who I, who I am inside? Like, I literally was like tears crying. But also, I'm a Cancer. You'll know I am a Cancer, Cancer Scorpio. Um, like, I am all in my feels all of the time. Um, and 
that is completely okay so like yes because i'm a cancer son cancer yeah cancer sun my moon is in scorpio and my rising is a cancer so emotional oh yeah um but yes and then i think of princess and the frog the song dig a little deeper with mama odie first because it's like amazing gospel choir feel like and i just love the visuals of it she has like all the hanging bottles in the tree and it's super great it gives you a very like ethereal church like i'm in this amazing church with the stained glass moment and she has this realization like i have to dig a little deeper and all this stuff um and like if you just look at the lyrics it's really dope and the funniest part is at the end there's the um firefly his name is ray and <laughs> like Anytime we talk about Prince and the Frog with me and my mom, she's like, do, do the line, do the line, do the line. I was like, girl, what? And she was like, you know, ain't nobody going to sing with Ray. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. Um, but the thing that stood out about that song to me is that, um, it's, it's like literally just the words like in when she goes when she's talking to Prince Naveen and when she's talking to Tiana she's like going through their life stories and saying like you have to dig past that to get to the true meaning and the true meaning isn't like as obvious as you think it is and like there's a moment after they sing the song when Tiana is like she has to work a little bit harder and then she's gonna get her restaurant and then mama odie's like you completely missed the whole the whole number and it's like you see like the flamingos in the back like we just sang and you still didn't get it like it is literally amazing um but the i'm looking up the lyrics of the song so i can tell you um tell you like why like why so one of the lines off I don't want to say off rip but like off rip that I can think of is like is blue skies and sunshine are guaranteed um um if you dig down deep here the full line before that is if you dig down deep inside yourself you'll find out what you need blue skies and sunshine guaranteed and like that's like genius like whoever writes these songs i applaud you whoever writes this one genius um like you have to, you you get more out of life when you look introspectively like that's like the really deep 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 beating i got from the song is like when you look inside yourself and you see all of like your nooks and crannies, the light parts, the dark parts, you bring out all the things that you need, whether that's what you need to be successful, what do you need to get over this, what do you need just to grow and be better for yourself, not even for anybody else, then life will get so much easier. That's what I thought about. Um, but off of my <laughs> Disney 
dock it um yeah you have to dig a little deeper like that's what self-reflection is to me is looking at yourself and being like all right like what do I need to do to change and sometimes self-reflection can come from like I said looking at yourself or it can come from someone saying something and not necessarily saying something directly to you but for me I really understood the concept of like what self-reflection was and I was talking with um a friend and how she said that like she has like a whole section in her phone dedicated to like all of these things that she finds out about herself and like ways that can make herself better no matter what it is just things like like you want to hold on to and I thought that was just completely a genius idea um you know saying I know I need to get better this is something that like wow really stands out so I should save it and um I was like okay like I should I should you know say like keep that in in my mind and um and yeah so that's what I think of when I think of self-reflection um what else do I think of when I think of self-reflection I think about how literally sometimes it takes legit like looking in the mirror like having a Michael Jackson man in the mirror self like you have to look at yourself to make that change change um looking and saying Sometimes self-reflection with this, where I'm going with this, is it's like an outside process looking in. It's like, what do you like about yourself? What do you not like about yourself? Forget about what you don't like and then focus on what you do like. Like that that whole thing. Because as humans, I feel that it's a very like in our innate nature to just focus on the things that we don't like about ourselves rather than things that we do. Because we live in a society where it's like we promote like changing yourself for the better for the appeasement of others and things like that and it's like you know we talk about like we just got into like within the recent past few years where it's like what do you like about yourself do you like what you do like how you do it like all of that stuff and it's like but there have been so many people older people who you know grew up not grew up but like said like you have to like yourself internally like you have to be content with yourself to be successful but like you know we're like oh well I guess so and then now we're like just hooked on to this movement I'm like you know what that made a little bit of sense and like and I just feel like sometimes older people look at us like we try to tell y'all but y'all just so daggone hard-headed I was like I get it I, I get it um but self-reflection is important. It's vital because whatever you use self-reflection for, whether that's for bettering, bettering your relationship with people, whether that's personally or professionally, bet, bettering your personal relationship with yourself, no matter what it's for, it will allow you to get better and it allow things to change and, and you will feel better for it. Um, and I think that's like genuinely what the purpose is. Self-reflection is for the purpose of like, weeding yourself pruning yourself allowing yourself to be like oh maybe I need to like cut this out 
and uproot it and get rid of it. It's not servicing me. It's pulling, it's blocking the nutrients that I need out of life. That's what self-reflection is. It's like gardening. Like, you know, I'm just whole new to this whole gardening thing. Um, I don't have a green thumb. I have a brown thumb. Literally and figuratively, I am trying to grow things, plant plants, um, and things like that. My mom, we are trying to keep up with the plants that we planted ourselves, and we're starting a garden. So I will try and keep you guys updated with that on social media. But, like, you know... It's gardening. The important thing is like taking care of it of like, you can't just, you know, water it, but you got to look be like, okay, are there weeds? Is there something obstructing it in the way? Like, is there still like roots from another plant that are blocking it? Is, did you plant it close to something that takes up a lot of water? But this plant doesn't need a lot of water, but it's still not getting enough. You know, like that is the purpose of self-reflection and growth like it literally allows for growth um it's like you really should call it like self-gardening self-reflection so you can prune and you can grow you can cut out the weeds and you can grow you can root some things and grow and also when you root some things this just became apparent to me when you root some things it's not necessarily taking out the whole root and throwing away if it's not serving you and if it's like you know, not bringing anything to you, uproot it, move it somewhere else, throw it away. But if it's just blocking the person you are in a minute, but you do still see its purpose, uproot it and plant it somewhere else. So that way you can still check on it, but it's not getting in the way of the nutrients in the water that you need, you know? Um, for a little metaphor, um, if you needed one, um... And self-reflection and, like, self-pruning is important now in this moment, one, because we literally, like, at this moment in time, so much self-reflection has been going on within people literally recognizing the things of themselves that are, like, not the greatest and how they affect people IRL as well as people, um, like, people in their personal life and, like, how all these things end up being connected because it's like what you think, how you say, how you treat people, all of that stuff. And, um, you know, it's super important. Like we're literally in an age where it's like people are getting called out for the BS that like they have said in the past or they literally said two weeks ago. We're in this age of like quote unquote cancel culture. And I don't think cancel culture is a thing. I'm not going to say it's not a thing. I just think that, like, cancel culture is essentially just holding people accountable. And it's, like, people are willing to say, like, we're not going to put up with this anymore because it's, like, you've said dumb stuff. If you really mean that you are not about it, then, like, change it. Change yourself. If you say, oh, I'm not racist or, oh, I'm not homophobic or, oh, I'm not transphobic, oh, I'm not yada, 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 but you do it again, like, like, that's why apologies mean nothing's actions way more. Like, you, you know, have to actively try and be better. And it's like, people will appreciate genuine effort rather than hollow apologies. And it's like, sometimes people just genuinely don't get it and need help. 
but that's where they also have to be like accountable for their own actions like I don't know how to do this and I've tried and tried quote unquote tried and tried and I need to do better you know like you and sometimes they just need to ask for help but that's also on the person like you can't like until like going back to think about unsolicited advice there are the people who give you unsolicited advice and it's like I really didn't need this like this just brought down my whole mood and then there are the people who bring unsolicited advice and it's like oh actually that was very helpful that's I, I plan to be like the second one but in real life you know sometimes the best the best times people can change when they don't know they need changing is when they ask for solicited advice or if they like saying they're going to change and then just aren't doing anything that's when they need unsolicited advice like hey people want to like you people want to support you and believe that you're doing genuine good but you're acting literally like a butthole that's when unsolicited advice is warranted um but like that's why it's important and also like we're in a time where like self putting yourself first is so important and self-reflection is like aids and that helps with that like you know like oh wow I need to do this this and this um to you know make myself better make myself feel better I'm lacking in this area what can I do to fix it it's like looking yourself like how is this affecting you that's why it's important um and so basically with that I'm just gonna talk a bit a few points and things um so like I said I have a whole folder for self-reflection and in that folder I put like notes or ideas that I thought of like Instagram post quotes anything that I think of like oh this is important let me put this somewhere tangible um and there are many ways that you benefit from growing from self-reflection so like that can be in relationships and in personal relationships um like with people like interpersonal relationships and then professionally and then your personal relationship with yourself so like in interpersonal relationships ways that you can grow um and like help with self-reflection is to like learn if you're active like notice if you're an active listener or not listen to understand and not to respond so like for the person I'm gonna like be the um what is it I'm going to be like the focus group I'm gonna be the dependent study if you will I'm trying to use all the vocabulary that I obtained in my four years of college so that way it doesn't feel like my degree is just six figures of money laughing at me on my fireplace (laughs) so but yes for me, looking at myself and looking at my relationships and the relationships I value, I know that I need to work on being an active listener. And and also, like, the first thing, like, I want to take, like, a five-second rewind um, that's from Central Park, which is a great show, and I'm happy that they are taking the changes that they need to take, and I'm happy that a lot of, like, this is a completely sidebar. Central Park, great show, happy that they're taking the changes they need to take. Um, a lot more needs to be changed, but what they're doing is very nice and, you know, introspective and great for self-reflection, but it's a great show and it's on Apple TV, like the app, Apple TV, not the product. But anyway, back to the point with 
you know, the first thing with self-reflection is that self-reflection is uncomfortable. Discomfort causes change. That's like having a pebble in your shoe and it's like, dang, this pebble hurts. Are you going to keep walking around with a pebble in your shoe? No, you're going to take it out and be like, oh, wow, this feels so much better. It's not going to give me a blister. And it's like, you can wear it, you know? So, like, introspection, self-reflection, and growth, like, it's going to feel so uncomfortable and it's going to feel so cringy. Like, for all my people who have anxiety, it's like when you have those moments of, like, you just think of a random thing. Like, oh, I'm looking at an orange and then you have some, like the weirdest most random but oddly specific flashback and you're like cringy 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 and then you're anxious for no reason that's what self-reflection and self-growth is like but once you get over it it's like oh I'm so much better but um yeah so like for me I had to learn that I need to be better at active listening for my personal relationships so like friendships I really haven't been in a relationship and I'll like there will probably be so many more episodes of me talking about that but like I have just never put my place I don't don't know but anyway never been in a relationship but with friendships I value friendships just as much as I value relationships I digress but I have people who are close to me have told me you need to be a better active listener and I was like I am an active listener but it's like when you rebuttal it's like you're not actively listening you're just trying to defend yourself and while defending yourself is important in the moment just listen to what they have to say comprehend absorb everything let everybody get everything out and then you know like then it's your turn um and so I've had many friends and it's something that I need to work on and like you don't realize how deep active listening can affect the other person that you're listening to also can make them feel good it validates what they're saying is important because I feel like a lot of times in friendships people are like oh you don't tell me things or whatever a lot of relationships just in general have a weird communication barrier because not not a lot of people are active listeners and they like don't understand that like hey I just want to be heard and understood understand what I'm saying and it's like you know you don't have to comprehend it but just I want to know that someone is listening that is the importance of active listening it is super beneficial in your relationships and also professionally as well because when you actively listen to the people that you are working with then it's like if you completely do not agree then it's like okay well you can recant with whatever facts you have um and things like that and it's like just super beneficial um and it's like you by active listening both parties get what they need out of it because you because the person who's saying something they feel heard they feel understood they feel validated and the person who is responding you can give them the best response needed that fits what you want to say but also what they need to hear and how both you can grow and go from it you know Um, and then the next thing with self-reflection is empathy. Empathy is a really big thing. Either people are empathetic or not. I am a, like, I am a mega empath, like, super empathetic. I absorb, quote-unquote, energy. Um, like, I get, like, embarrassment by proxy. I just feel uncomfortableness very viscerally. Um, I'm, like, an empath that it literally, like, affects my body. Like, if I see that like there's tension in the room then like my stomach starts to hurt and it's like oh my god I don't want to be here 
Um, but personally, practicing empathy, um, and even if you can't practice, even if you are not an empath and like cannot like literally feel for people, be sympathetic to their sympathy. Be sympathetic to their situation. I was about to be be sympathetic to the simulation. What? Be sympathetic to their situation, and you know, try to care about it. Like if they come to you with like the biggest deal to them, that also goes back to active listening. Like listen, understand, and be like, well, I see that this affects you a lot, and I have not personally dealt with it. But tell me how I can be better. And that's it. Like, literally, communication is key. I truly believe it is not what you say. It's how you say it. And being empathetic or sympathetic, actively listening, all of those things are super helpful in a relationship. And so how do those things, how does active listening and empathy and sympathy deal with self-reflection? I look at myself and look at all of the times when it's like, if you like, if you remember like a very vivid situation of like, I wanted someone to actively listen to me, or I wanted someone to understand and empathize or sympathize with me, and it's like, dang, I wanted this, but then it's like, but do I do this to others? And I'm firmly believe like the golden rule is a big tenet of mine: do unto others as others are doing to you. And it's like. I want this from people, but do I give this from people? And especially it's in the relation, it's in the situations and the relationships with people where it's like, man, I want this from my partner or, oh, I want this from my friend. But it's like, do you give it? Is this a comfortable space? And it's like, do you create that? Like just from your end. And then it's like, if you do, then that's great. And then it's like, okay, well then it's something that needs to be addressed on behalf of them. But if you don't, and, like, really, really looking it back. And sometimes that means, like, trying to have as unbiased opinion as, of, as often. Like, looking it as um, objectively as possible. Um, or is it subjectively? I can remember. But looking it as unbiased as possible. Um, and then if you can't, asking a friend that you are super comfortable with, with receiving advice from, or just, you know... Even just going to that friend and being like, hey, I just want to throw a hypothetical out there. And then you get your answer. But when you ask for that, like I said, self-reflection and growth is super uncomfortable. You have to be ready to receive whatever answer you come to or whatever answer you get. And it's super uncomfortable. Like, I hate awkward, embarrassing situations, but I have realized my whole life is, like, awkward. I am an awkward person. But when you get past having those, like, really intense, visceral, awkward moments, such as, like, working on yourself and learning how you can grow from another person's perspective, then it's like, oh, okay, it's not so bad. Like, I can handle awkwardly speaking to other people. But I digress from that. But, like, those are how they can be beneficial to, like, interpersonal relationships. And then professionally, moving on to professionally, with self-reflection, it is so dark outside and it's literally about to rain. I have to go to the grocery store after this. Um, anyway, um, I just heard a thump, sorry. Um, like, in your professional 
in my professional experiences, whether that's professionally meaning like a job or professionally meaning like working in like organizations and groups and things like that, knowing your strengths as well as your weaknesses, knowing what you are good at and being able to say like, these are the things I'm good at. These are the things you recognize in me. That's great. But knowing your weaknesses and knowing your weaknesses and how, okay, I, for me, I was in an organization. I'm a very like, like I said, empath, emotional person, but I am emotional because I care and like anything, anything makes me cry. And so there are times when like you can cry and then there are times you are not and not in like, um, I cry because I'm passionate. I cry because I feel things intensely and it's like, I want to get better. I want to fix this. So knowing what your weaknesses are, my weaknesses are Sometimes I feel a little too intensely and then sometimes I don't ask for help, which professionally that can either be a benefit or a detriment. A lot of times if you're working with groups of people, that is a detriment. Like you have to be able to ask for help. So like knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, learning how you can turn your weaknesses into strength, like completely like saying, okay, well, I'm not this anymore or using your weaknesses and helping them play to your strengths like I am very good at x but because I'm passionate and sensitive about what I am doing that shows how much I am willing to become better at what I'm already good at if you can understand that path of logic but you know knowing your strengths and weaknesses also advocating for yourself that is super important stand up for yourself assert yourself what like by like within reason, within the means to assert yourself, but you know, be, stand up for yourself. Say like, for example, like I know someone who has been working in the industry that she works in for like a literal decade, but she is not at a position that shows that she should be way higher up in her position. And I told her the other day, you have to advocate for yourself. You have to stand up for yourself and say, these are my qualifications. I'm good at this. I literally have a degree in this. I have worked to this. I worked with many different departments in this big umbrella of an industry. And I'm still here. I deserve this. But do it within reason, whether that's in an interview for a new position at a different place or whether that's in an interview or just a meeting with your boss and saying, I feel this way. And I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I deserve this being like very haughty and think highly of myself, but I deserve this based off of my qualifications and I've worked hard and like back yourself up with facts. So like advocate for yourself, assert for yourself, like assert yourself, like do that. That's super great. Um, and then the next one, this is very, like, this just goes, like, with interpersonal relationships and professionally. Be willing to receive critique. This is something that, like, I have to work on. I'm very willing to receive critique. It's just my reaction to it in general. Because, like, whenever people, like, critique me, like, I don't like when people, like, approach it like a very serious thing. I should be like, okay, hey, these are some things that I think you need to work on. It's not that you're bad at this. I just, just people's approach, I think I have to get better at receiving. But be willing to receive critique. Receiving critiques is so hard because it's like you want to believe that you are doing everything you can and people will understand and all this stuff. But sometimes, there has to be critiques. And I firmly believe it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And sometimes people's delivery is off. But 
from your end, no matter if it's off or not, try and take the personalness of what they're saying out and realize they're saying this because they want you to get better. Whether that's they want to genuinely see better or they want you to be better for their benefit. Either way, this benefits you in the way that you get better at something. So be willing to receive critique. And receiving critique is so hard. Like, oh, it's so hard. So, 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 so hard. And it's like, oh, this makes me so cringy. I don't want to hear about it. But when you receive the critique and you get better at it, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I benefited from it. And, um, you know, it's not that bad. Um, let's see. And like with all of those things professionally, so like knowing your strengths and weaknesses, advocating for yourself and be willing to receive critiques, you can grow and move up into higher positions, whether that in no matter what field, no matter that's if you're working at a job, whether you're working with other people in a group, volunteering, anything, anything that is some sort of professional that doesn't have a personal element you will grow from that you will grow from all those things and then um personally self-reflection and self-growth so like personally like as in like with you and yourself like you I was gonna try and sing like me myself and I but it was gonna come you yourself and I and then I was like that's two people so it's like not gonna work out but you know me myself and I you know like be very interested introspective like have your Beyonce moment with your bangs and your honey brown hair and your off the shoulder black shirt and just crawling around furniture have your me myself and I music video moment with yourself personally self-reflection for me these are the things that I found important to grow for myself so like I am growing to benefit myself and when I benefit myself that benefits me professionally and interpersonally so knowing my boundaries, knowing my boundaries with myself, like what am I willing, learning like where I'm willing to like put myself through and to and like where I'm willing to stop. So that means like what conversations am I willing myself to have? What things am I allowing myself to feel? All of that in this like, am I benefiting myself by putting myself through this? That's what I mean. And also learning boundaries. Set boundaries for yourself. Like I know for me, I love me time and me time being like either literally me by myself or me time being I'm doing things that I love and I don't want it to be interrupted placing those boundaries and allowing with those boundaries those boundaries allow my like being able to like set myself up for being comfortable like I'm a cancer I am a crab I love my shell I love my home so like being able to set up boundaries is like Setting up an invisible home that, like, by having these things, you always feel comfortable. So, like, when you set up those boundaries, you know that these are, like, your safe spaces. You've created these things. So, you set up your boundaries for yourself. You set up your boundaries professionally. Like, what are you going to allow in a professional setting to happen to you? And then interpersonally, whether that's in friendships or relationships with, like, a partner, you know, What are the boundaries that you're going to allow yourself to set up? And making sure that, like, people respect those boundaries as well. And that's on you to, like, 
with respecting yourself. With respecting yourself, you have to make sure, you know, you respect others. And respecting yourself can come, can look in so many different ways. When I thought, when I think of respecting myself, I think of not looking back at the choices I've made and be like, oh, you were like dumb and like not meeting it in like a funny self-deprecating way, but like genuinely believing that like, oh, you were dumb, you're stupid. And it's like at that moment, it seemed right at the time to benefit what those feelings and how you, like what you needed at that time. Respecting yourself. And like when people say respect yourself, I just think of like older adults who like condemn like women for wearing whatever they want to wear and treating doing whatever they want to their body and sexuality and all those things like respect yourself by fitting into the social norm that is not what respect yourself means respect yourself meet from a self-reflection and growth introspective space means making sure that like you believe wholeheartedly in yourself in that like you can walk away from these decisions knowing that they are either going to be great for you and you support yourself 100% or if they didn't go great, looking back and seeing, I can understand why I did this because I felt like this is what I needed at the moment, but now I can use this as learning and going forward. That's what I mean by respecting yourself. Um, Being honest with yourself. Like I said, this is a super uncomfortable topic to focus on by yourself, like being like, oh dang, I need to work on my personality and I need to do better and things like that. So like having like being honest with yourself and just realizing that the, sometimes you just need to like spruce yourself up and like not outwardly, but in inside inwardly, like being like, Oh wow. I may not have the best attitude. Why is this? Is this because someone talked to me a certain way and like this messed up my mood for the whole day? Or is this because something happened to me younger or I reacted in a certain way and I put up this shell so I won't do this and then it manifests into something else like all of those things being honest with yourself and like being honest in self-reflection sometimes can come from therapy or coming from talking to a confidant an unbiased person whether that's a friend whether that is a mentor anybody that is what being honest with yourself that's what I think it means um and like You know, being honest with yourself is, like, sometimes realizing, like, oh, you point out all these other things in other people, and then you're, like, but you're, like, well, I don't do this. Or you, like, manipulate as in, like, change and morph whatever you do into a better version to justify it. And it's, like, hold up. Hold up, Willis. Pause. Rewind. Put it in reverse, Terry. You do do that. But, like... It is okay. Like, it is okay to have those uncomfortable moments be like, dang, I thought I was like, I thought it was like a great person, but then it's not. Like, when you realize that, like, you are not, when you realize personally that you are not all you cracked up to be, it's like, oh, okay, hold up. I need to change this so I can be all that in a bag of chips with the soda on the side. You know? That's what being honest with yourself is. And then, like, overall, like, with self reflection, with self reflection comes, like, growing and knowing that like you are the best that you are at at that moment from like when you reflected on yourself you're like I did all of this I looked inside myself I noticed what I needed to address and needed to be better at and now I'm like the best I'm the baddest beat you know like 
You are that girl. You are that. You are that dude. You are the best person that you can be. Um, and then also with self-reflection personally, like this is the last thing, is allowing yourself space. Allowing your space to feel all that self self-reflection is, the good things and the bad things. And then also just in general, I always am a big proponent of allowing yourself to feel emotions, whether that be crying, angry, screaming, laughing, like whatever you need to do, just feel it. Because when you try and like halt it, it gets like paused and bottled up and it's like a, just a backed up reaction that's bound to explode and it just makes things seem 10 times worse and you don't 10 times worse and you don't know what is going to make the gasket blow so just allow yourself to feel emotions and sometimes that means like going into a room and it's like you just had a frustrating day and letting it out whatever that may be whether that's laughing crying watching a show and like all of a sudden just something makes you tear up feel those emotions wonder why you're feeling that like I cry at random stuff all the time like if something is sweet and sentimental I will cry and I think about oh why are you feeling this and if it's nothing then it's like oh wow you're just very hormonal from your birth control um or you know it's like dang I was having a really weak or oh really bad week or oh this happened to me personally or oh this news in the world is affecting me something like that you know allow yourself space and allow yourself to feel everything um sorry I don't know that but I do have a skill you might like Alexa, stop. I did not say her name. Um, I'm so sorry that that happened. That's going to be funny. Um, I hope you get a chuckle out of that. But some tips I have to help with self-reflection are... um, Is have moments of silence like meditation or prayer or both I do both so whether that's meditating and thinking about like asking myself a question at the beginning and then like just sitting and ruminating and like thinking about it or just like saying I want to use this time to bring myself peace and just sit there and try and think peaceful thoughts and be peaceful or sometimes you just need to sit in silence and not think about anything and turn your brain off but having those moments of silence where you can think about what you need to be and that could literally come from like being in the shower and be like hey I'm gonna take like two minutes while I'm like shampooing my hair I'm like having this moment or I'm gonna just stand in the shower for two minutes let the water you know hit my skin and when the water rolls off I want it to roll off all the negative things or I want it to roll off all of the ideas of whatever you need it to be meditation prayer if you do pray all that stuff having just a moment to decompress along your body your mind to feel the next thing is have a journal or a place that you let out how you feel or what you have learned tangibly that you can reflect on so like I have a note section in my phone as well as I have a personal journal where I sit and I write like what I'm feeling um and it's just a way for myself to look back and like see the growth that I've had as well as see you know what I have um, what I still need to work on if it's like something that's constantly being repeated and still hasn't changed, you know? Um, And then just 
other tips, like I said, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to be uncomfortable. And also, this is, like, something that's important for, like, all of the ways that you can use self-reflection. And then this is just a tip, is, like, know your communication style. Know how you communicate with people. Um, There is an Instagram post from, like... When is this from? This is from, like, a few months ago. And by a few months ago, I mean October, but it's still there. But, like, um, 90 Pesco, N-I-N-E-T-Y-P-E-S-C-O. They're on Instagram, and they had a post about, like, communication styles and, like, communications approaches. And it's, like, you can look through there and see which ways you communicate and how that can benefit you personally, intrapersonally, and professionally, and all that stuff. So, like, learning your communication style, because that is super, super personal. Learning how you communicate with yourself, learning how you can communicate with your others in a professional manner to get where you need to go, or learn how you can communicate with others, like friendships, and with your partners and things like that, so you can have a better relationship and grow together. So, that is the seed of the week self-reflection i hope that you enjoyed me talking about mulan and princess tiana and mama odie and ray and i hope that this conversation was helpful um and i just you know thought that this topic was super important because i was filming something that time i'm using the right um the right verbiage um I was filming something for the project that I was talking about at the top of the show and um I you know wanted to I wanted to you know use this topic as sort of like a springboard to like talk to myself and be like okay these are the things like while you're telling other people this like you just know you don't need to be preaching to the choir you need to be preaching to yourself and actually like using this and applying this um, to help with what I'm talking about in the video, which will make more sense so I don't have to continue to talk about this ambiguously. There will be more information coming about that. Um, but, yes, uh, the next thing that we are, that I'm going to talk about, um, is do another plug for um, Look Towards the Sun. So um, if you have any advice that you would like or a question or anything that you would like me to answer, would like me to talk about, you would love my solicited, unsolicited advice, um, I would try and make it as positive and warm and allow you the space that you need to feel, whatever you need from the question. Or if you just want to shout out, if you have a comment on something I said, or eventually as these progress and people send in stuff, if you have a comment on what other people said, I want this to be a sounding board. If you have like something that you want me to like add commentary on, so whether it's something that's happening in the news, all that stuff, use Look Towards the Sun for that because I want that place to be like a springboard for all of us to grow, so like me to grow, you to grow, everybody grows from looking towards the sun, because if you did not know, sunflowers grow towards the sun. That's why I named it Sunflower Chronicles, because I'm growing towards the sun. I also named it Sunflower Chronicles for a lot of other reasons, which I'll probably do an episode, a mini episode on 
But anyway, um, let's do a sunny side up. Um, I keep hitting this thing and I'm so sorry. Um, uh, a sunny side up. You know, this week has kind of been a, it's been a good week with my birthday. So I will say sunny side up is turning 22 and the blessing to be able to turn 22 in the social justice movement and being black and turn, having another birthday and living to see another birthday. Um, then let's see what else is a sunny side up. Oh, I found this great great youtuber named bailey sarian she does murder mystery makeup mondays i love makeup i love murder mystery things i love true crime it's like my favorite murder meets beauty guru put it all together i love it i've literally watched her videos so many times and yes um oh yeah and then one more sunny side up um Central Park, like I said, um, Central Park is a great show on Apple TV. It's from the producers at Fox. I think the create the same creators as like Bob Burger, Bob's Burgers, um, helped put it together. And recently, so there's been a lot of shows where people have come out and said like these are actors, these are characters of color, but they're not voiced by actors of color and so Central Park is one of those shows where one of the characters was voiced by a white woman and she's actually a mixed child um and so that character gave up that role I'm talking about Kristen Bell I don't know why I'm saying this but saying it ambiguously but you know Kristen Bell said you know after whatever episodes they put out they want to have the character Molly voiced by a woman of color um so I thought a woman of color, like a black woman or a, yeah, a black woman, because I was going to say a woman who's mixed, but anyway, anyway, that's a whole nother thing with that, that I, you know, anyway, I digress. It's a great show. I think it's super, super hilarious. I relate to the dad, Owen, and the awkwardness, and I also relate to <laughs> Molly, which is the daughter on the show very very much like it's just a super super good show you guys check it out if you have apple tv i think it's like 4.99 a month which is way cheaper than apple music which i was like um how come apple tv is 4.99 a month and you get lots of shows but like apple music is not ten dollars a month that i might actually have to start paying ten dollars a month soon and i'm so sad about it um plus disney plus you know, but like Disney Plus and Apple Music and like one other thing for like the podcast is like the really the only subscriptions I have. But that's like almost $30 a month. That's just coming out of my account. So yes, but I did get Apple TV for for free for a year because I got a new phone recently. So that means next July like July 2021 so I don't have to renew it and so hopefully I'll have a big girl job and I can be like oh yeah continue with subscription and you know it'll be great um but anyway that's my sunny setup I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode please 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 give us a comment and five stars on iTunes give us a like on a comment on Spotify um on Apple Podcasts I mean not iTunes um and yeah please follow us on social media and you can find us on social media at 
I changed the at a few weeks ago, so I still want to make sure I'm saying it right. At the Sunflower Chronicles pod on Instagram. And then also, please um, shoot us an email over at the Sunflower Chronicles email, which is pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com. Shoot us an email if you want some advice, if you just want to sound off about something, or if you want to um, leave a shout out in Flower of the Week. So if you have a business, if you have a business personally that you want my people to get out of, if you have a black owned brand, if you have a great business that's doing something awesome, please let me know by sending it over to the email, which is pod.sunflowerchronicles.com. And you can also, again, follow us on Instagram at the sunflower chronicles dot pod um it has been a lovely episode with you and it's your girl brie and i'm a black 20 something girl trying to make it in this crazy crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way and i hope that you guys enjoy this episode stay safe and stay sunny bye